Ladies and gentlemen, it's Coffee and Memes, it's Threshold.fm, it's Friday, we're broadcasting out across the airwaves, out onto Threshold.fm, out onto YouTube, out onto Facebook as well, I'm trying the simulcast, the simul, the simul class across every dimension of the simulation, but ladies and gentlemen, we made it. We made it to the end of the week, Friday. We made it. We were unfazed, unkempt, uh, uncircumcised, un- unsuitable for life. But we did it. We're, we're here. We're just getting it done. We had to do it to them. We had to um, just had to get it done. It's been a strong week for memes. It's been a strong week for drum and bass. Christ, it and I've been a strong week for drum and bass. We've had some serious, serious Bits coming this week. That Mandy Dextrous bit. Oof, Christ. Who will get shoe thrower of the week this week? It's a, it's, it's, it's a fine question to ask. Me and Snips will make a strong decision about that. Well, no, I don't, I don't bloody make the rules up on shoe thrower of the week. That's for you lot to decide. Uh, so you can get in the chat on YouTube. You can get in the chat on Facebook. We'll work it out. We'll work together to get this crazy train on track and hurtling towards the apocalypse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes for the second time this morning. This time it will be absolutely fine, I assure you. I give you all my assurances. Uh, it's a rock-solid guarantee. Uh, and if, if his name ain't Wesley Snips, then pff, there's no guarantee at all. Christ! Right, come on, look, let's just forget about all this nonsense. Get straight into the news. What have we got? Right, come on, might as well. I've been calling it all week on the Discord, but the Momo Challenge has unsurprisingly turned out to be a hoax as there is no evidence that it is a threat to UK children. Uh, right, so the Metro here reporting... <sighs> Throw me a little bit, that. What is th- oh, here we go. Oh, I see, more, more, more shenanigans. Great, nice one. Um, oh, will you please behave? Um, I don't think so. There you go. No evidence that Momo is a threat to the UK. MP, a, a threat to UK children... MPs say. A Conservative MP has told Parliament that the Momo Challenge is not a threat to UK children. Uh, During a debate on online safety, Commons leader Andrea Leadsom, one of uh, the UK's favourite Conservative MPs, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, stated that children's charities have indicated a lack of evidence connecting the game to self-harm or suicide. This is it. Like These sort of things, they go round every so often. There's been a few of them. I believe there was one called Blue Whale, 
that came from Russia and it was saying that hundreds of Russian kids were killing themselves over it. Turned out they weren't. But when I was at primary school, there was a not dissimilar game called Bloody Mary where you went into the toilets and in the mirror you said Bloody Mary three times and a ghost was supposed to come down and kill you. I don't know why anyone would want to go into the toilets and get killed by a ghost. We were only about eight or something. But anyway, people were absolutely terrified about it and the school had to sort of say, look, listen, yeah, listen, kids, not going to get, if you go to the toilet, you're not going to get killed by a ghost. It, no matter how many times you go in there and say Bloody Mary, it's simply, not, don't don't worry. It's, it's not it's not a thing. It ain't even a thang, all right? Just just, just jog it on. Anyway, there's our, mo, our Momo, a Mau Mau. Uh, she's on dingers, clearly. She's gurning uh, significantly there. She's at least three deep. She's uh, She's been up for three days at Boomtown. And she's she's in a whole other world. It's going to take her a couple of weeks to get over that. Uh, but then she, I think she's probably the sort of person that buys their ticket for the next year, like as soon as they get home from that year. Anyway, she's three deep. Uh, I think she saw Bass Nectar on the main stage, and uh, she was pretty pleased about that. She's seen Bass Nectar 17 times. Um, we've been very clear that more need more needs to be done to protect young children online, including from cyberbullying and suicide and self-harm content. And internet companies do have responsibility to their users, the MP for South uh, Northamptonshire said. The forthcoming online harms white paper will be will set out a range of legis- legislative and non-legislative uh, measures to keep UK users safe online. In the case of Momo. Uh, organisations include the Samaritans, the NSPCC and the Safer Internet Centre have said that there is no confirmed evidence the Momo phenomenon is posing a threat to British children. They should be more concerned of space debris in the event of a no-deal Brexit. The Momo challenge was introduced into Parliament by Conservative MP Douglas Ross, who called for a debate on protecting young children from the dangers of the internet. This is kind of like the reef for madness, but of the internet really, isn't it? Um... With the uh, with Momo playing the role of sort of evil um, evil ganged up Mexicans that the um, that they were trying to use as a sort of scare tactic in the uh, early 1900s, um, played over WhatsApp. The Momo is it the Momo or just Momo? Is it the Momo challenge or uh, oh hi Momo how you doing? Oh it's actually the Momo. Oh sorry the Momo like the Rock. Do you think the Momo talks about herself in the third person like The Rock does? The Rock would like a coffee. Okay. The Rock has a boner. <laughs> Please satisfy The Rock's boner. <laughs> the Rock would like you to adjust your grip on The Rock's boner. Uh, played over WhatsApp, the Momo uh, would be, uh, would be particip- asks would-be participants to contact her and carry out a series of challenges. The final one being uh, self-harm or suicide. She is characterised by having a ghoulish face with bulging eyes and long dark hair and looks like she's done a load of narky gear. Uh, an image that is really part of the sculpture uh, which was exhibited in Japan three years ago. Parents have warned that the character can appear during YouTube videos currently watched by children such as Peppa Pig or Fortnite. Um, but despite some youngsters claiming they have seen Momo this way, YouTube said that there is no evidence of the challenge popping up on the site. See, look, they've got. Uh, I've seen no screen grabs of actual conversations with this Momo character, but they're like, there's this one. There's it, just someone saying hi, no reply. You just got ghosted by Momo. That is harsh. That is, you, you can't be happy about that, can you? Jesus Christ. Um, there have been a few good Momo memes though that are probably worth getting into. Got a few here. Um, is Momo May? 
makes a lot of sense. Hard to sort of unsee that one afterwards. I don't think, um, no deal Brexit or not, I don't think I'm going to be able to look at Theresa May without seeing um, basically her on beans with the whole Momo face. Um, there's uh, Amy Momo. They tried to make her go to rehab, but she said Mo Mo Mo. That's a good one. Like that. Very, very nice. Uh, and then there's uh, Billy Momo. Uh, in the midnight hour, she cried Mo Mo Mo, referencing, of course, Billy Idol's classic Rebel Yell. Uh, I like that one. That's probably my favourite. Uh, and, of course, uh, there is um, uh, uh, Ber- uh, Salima Bergam there as uh, as Momo. Uh, Sil Momo. I'm sure there's a pun in there somewhere. Anyway, that's yes, you round up a Momo memes for the day. Anyway, as it turns out, it's a hoax. Don't worry about it. You know, your kids are safe. You should be much more concerned about real dangers out there for your children, like jump up drum and bass, uh, like this dubstep masquerading as rhythm, whatever that might be, and um, psytrance. I think they're they're the main threats to children these days. Don't forget forget about your ISIS and you know and your communism. Those are those are the real th- rhythm, jump up, psytrance. Just careful. All I'm saying, careful. Anyway, it's Friday. It's release day. Mephius remix album is out. I mean, what do you expect? Eh? what did you expect? It's it's, it's absolute filth. It is, it's just utter filth. Um, so I've got here Me- uh, Manifest VIP featuring our boy Maxim. And uh, powerful, powerful. Wonder how the stream's going on Facebook. Absolute chaos, I imagine. Feel the engines blast by your palms sweat Heavy cargo, 
heavy hard chest Pulsate into the very last breath No time to regress The more we advance, the more we express Never fear what you thought was the path to progress Get set as we breathe forth the manifest It don't phase me, I won't digress I'm not lazy, killing the grind It's a critical mindset with vision aligned Forget your stereotypical analytical lines For on the path you can never set Try set to the mark you may never hit Aim hard for the top, then love when you drop in the best We won't stop till you witness the manifest Mephius and Maxim doing work! Uh. Hot diggity damn. If you're listening on Facebook, don't be afraid to hit that share button. It'd be very kind of you. One share equal one prayer. Kept that one short and sweet, didn't you, Mephius? Lord of mercy, how long was that? Like 30 seconds? Three minutes, unlikely. Well, it's a pop record, isn't it? You know, you got you got to play for radio, haven't you? You know, if you if you want to get top of the hit parade on uh, the Billboard charts on the Radio One Top Forty Hit Parade, you've got to keep it under three minutes, haven't you? Good work, boys. Good work. <laughs> um, right, listen, guys. Yeah, good news. Um, in a way, uh, or not, uh, depending on how you see it. Anti-vaxxer family reintroduces measles to Costa Rica on holiday. Fucking nice work, guys. Yeah, got to be pleased with yourself after that, you absolute raging morons. Members of a family are being kept in isolation in Costa Rica after their unvaccinated son, five, was diagnosed with measles while on holiday. Authorities in Costa Rica uh, insist on vaccinating children against the virus, and the country has not, uh, not presented native cases of measles since 2006. Uh, with the last imported case being in 2014. Um, that's a nice gift, really, isn't it, to give the people of Costa Rica, uh, to just bring that out. And, uh, hey, guys, um, uh, uh, thanks for uh, being a lovely holiday destination, so we thought we'd bring you a present. Oh, what's that? Our unvaccinated five-year-old, he's got measles. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth and, uh, and all of that, but you're all going to fucking quarantine. Uh, but the country's uh, Ministry of Health confirmed that the virus is back after the boy brought it over from France while on holiday with his family. Boy. Five-year-old boy. Nightmare. The boy and his parents, 30 and 35, were placed in isolation at a hospital in um, uh, Puntarinas province after a private doctor was asked to examine the child's rash. Quote-unquote rash. His mother, who was also unvaccinated, great is understood to have told doctors that other children in her son's school have had measles. Doctors confirmed that the blood sample tested positive for the, for the virus. According to the Costa Rica Star, the boy and his parents flew into the Central American country earlier this month and have stayed in hotels in San Jose and Santa Teresa during the holiday. Authorities are now searching for anyone who has been in contact with the French family and their disgusting unvaccinated little boy uh, during their time there. Uh, including anyone on the same Air France flight to Costa Rica on... I mean, this is a nightmare. Like, this is going to cost them an absolute fortune trying to track down all the... Uh, and, and deal with all the cases. Like, just it's irresponsibility on a whole nother level. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. According to the World Health Organization, the measles vaccine prevented more than 21 million deaths worldwide between 2000 and 2017. The vast majority of children in developed nations are protected against the virus by the combined measles, mumps and rubella vaccine, MMR. 
The World Health Organization confirmed that the UK eliminated measles in 2016, thanks to the MMR uh, jab. And then they don't work because I said them. Uh, and they got mind control drugs in them. The government. Nah. <sighs> Ridiculous. Uh, but measles remain common in many countries. Uh, around the world and large measles outbreaks across Europe recently suggest a worrying trend. Germany, Russia and Venezuela have had their measles elimination certificate withdrawn over the last 12 months. Uh, it was reported in November. Imported measles cases found in the UK and anyone who hasn't had two doses of the MMR vaccine can catch it. In 2016 there were more than 500 measles cases in England. Uh, many in teenagers and young people attending summer festivals who'd missed out on the MMR vaccine in childhood. And yeah, health chiefs, uh, health, chiefs, uh, health chiefs have blamed the anti-vax movement for spreading misinformation about the resurgence of a potentially life-threatening infection. Last year, an official report claims claimed cases of measles across the world were 30% higher than in 2017. Nice work, anti-vaxxers. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, you've really, um, yeah, you've done yourself proud there. Like, yeah, people didn't get vaccinated 10,000 years ago. Yeah, and they there was a much wider death rate from bloody infectious diseases. Anyway, that's probably enough anti-vaxxer stuff now, isn't it? I think we can, you know, everyone, everyone not, for everyone from religions to other sort of each end of the political spectrum, all four corners of the political spectrum. As long as you're not an anti-vaxxer, you can all agree to hate on anti-vaxxers. Crikey. Um, oh, cool. Uh, good news, guys. The disintegration of capitalism could cause World War Three. EU economists warn. Uh, Jasper Hamill in the Metro here. He's got 71 shares on this. This is uh, nice work, mate. Capitalism is disintegrating. <laughs> and the effects of this decay could spark World War Three. Okie dokie. Um... I'm going to file this under the same category as the dangers of uh, dangerous space debris after um, a potential no-deal Brexit. That's the ominous warning from a top EU political economist who fears there's a frighteningly high probability of a devastating global conflict erupting this century. In a paper published last month, a leading, a leading thinker linked to the European Commission uh, said the era, era of capitalism which began at the end of the Second World War is coming to an end. <laughs> It's time for communism 2.0. It is feared the rise of populism and nationalism could spark a devastating conflict which sends humanity into a new dark age. This definitely isn't Project Fear at all. Uh, Hardy Happeny, uh, Jean Monnet Cher, a chair for political economy of European integration and professor of TUV. A university in America wrote, uh, Howie, after a deep economic crisis, 2008, turning point towards authoritarian governments of capitalism, particularly the UFC, is evident in that lake. Since this type of new nationalist authoritarian capitalism destroys global integration, it's called disintegrating capitalism in that lake. Um, an immediate consequence of the global contradiction between worldwide interwoven production processes and rivalries between nationalist regimes is a rapidly rising danger of a third world war. I, for one, welcome the third world war. No, I don't. Uh, Hanapi uh, said that an integrated form of capitalism which ties countries together flourished after World War II and survived in industrialised countries for more than 70 years without leading to a new world war. But he fears the era of populism could undo these bounds and plunge us into a world where competitive nations end up at each other's throats. 
come on, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's fire up the communism cannons. We can do this, guys. We all work together and eat the rich. Uh, the, the academic uh, set out three scenarios describing how conflicts could erupt in the coming years and decades. Firstly, he suggested a, a truel between three countries, China, Russia, and the US, is likely to involve, uh, oh, well, it's likely to involve an apocalyptic nuclear war. That's something to look forward to. I mean, forget about Brexit. Don't worry about that. We're going for apocalyptic nuclear war with China and Russia. Um, he also warned that civil wars could erupt in nations around the world or even indicated that the next big conflict could pit the rich world, the rich world against the poor world. Damn, rich versus poor. Pick a side. I don't, I don't reckon you get to pick that side, do you? You're just sort of thrown into it. Uh, in one other grim passage, The Economist says that war could actually spark a global rebirth in which a new form of society emerges. Right, okay. It just seems like absolute madness. Even if World War Three happens, chances are that a restart is possible. Uh, well, we're going to restart the simulation. And the blueprint of a better mode of production is needed. Uh, we should perhaps take back the, me the uh, mode of production. Hanapi called for the establishment of a progressive global class. Ah, that's the, um, the globalists. Uh, the globalists are going to start the apocalyptic uh, nuclear war. Uh, it's just um, it's a false flag uh, to... to so that the white liberal elite can uh, drink the blood of infants because they're, of course, they're interdimensional shape-shifting vampires. Uh, yeah, he called for the establishment of a progressive global class of scientists who would keep knowledge alive, rather like Christian monks who spent the Dark Ages preserving and developing secret knowledge in monasteries. Right, well, that sounds like a lot of fun, I will say. That sounds like a real hoot, and I, for one, look forward to it. I've, I look forward to the progressive global class. That does not sound like the Illuminati in any way, shape, or form. And this sort of restart after World War Three sounds like a lot of fun. I will, uh, I'm happy to ride shotgun with the lot of you on that one. Uh, right, what else we got in terms of shoe throwers? Uh, some nice new bits. Icicle. Lovely, lovely bit. It's called Days.
this is a lovely bit. It's called Days by Icicle. Enjoying my male feminist tears mug. Uh, I thought I'd get one printed just for fun, but I got uh, I got another five or six. If anyone wants one, send me a DM and uh, we'll work it out. <laughs> Sadly, I've run out of male feminist tears though today. They are delicious, although a little salty. Uh, right, come on. What else have we got? Oh yeah. So here's a thing. Yeah. Yesterday gave everyone homework. Um, because I covered a story from the Metro about how there's a new fetish going around and a guy called John who, um, you know, so so brave, so very, very brave, uh, let us all know about his fetish for being picked up and carried by women wearing big watches. Really, really does it for him, apparently. And, you know, we weren't kink-shaming him, we weren't judging him, we weren't, we weren't mocking him, we were a little bit. But... I gave everyone homework, well, to go out there and give it a try. Like, so, you know, ask your missus to just lift you up, give you a pickup, see whether or not it, it works out for you at all. Uh, as it turned out, uh, almost no one did their homework. I sadly couldn't do my homework as my girlfriend didn't arrive back from work until one in the morning, by which point I was asleep. And then when I left, there was not time to do it this morning. And it's a little bit of a weird one to, like, she wakes up a little bit after me, like, love wake up look got your coffee oh thanks you wouldn't lift us up would you what you can just i just want to do a video just want to do a video of you lifting me up fuck you talking fuck off get out go away i'm trying to sleep uh not not up for it no just why it's just like a kink thing isn't it it's like a fetish thing Get out, <laughs> bugger off. No chance, absolutely no chance. I might, maybe I'll see you and do it over the weekend. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it would have been a straight up no at uh, half past seven in the morning, I'll tell you that. But we did, we have had an entry with a video, uh, so he wins by default. Uh, a man going by the name of IV on the Discord. Uh, I don't know what his name is uh, in real life or on, on the YouTube chat or if he's listening, just um. 
if he's a po- if he's part of podcast crew or the threshold uh, app crew. Anyway, look, I've got him, uh, and we can have a little. Where's he gone? Uh, is it, uh, it going to be that? Oh, here he is. Here he goes. Yep. Yes, it's a clean lift. It, it, <laughs> it is a clean lift. I'm very impressed. Uh, good lifting with the legs and not the back there to uh, the gentleman's uh, lady friend. Um, better have a little look at that again. It doesn't look that sexy to me, but then again, it's it's not form. I, I don't think it's... Oh, that's quite nice, actually. Yeah, look, little tassel of the hair there. Got a little stumble at the end. Very nice. Perfect. Yeah, it's a clean lift, though. I'd say 10 lobster points for both of them. Uh, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. Uh, I'm heartened to see that some people are doing their homework. Right, I'm going to leave it open for the weekend. And so if anyone over the weekend wants to give it a try, just have their message, just pick them up and to see whether or not they, it gives them a boner or see whether or not, it, you know, they just find it. Oh, actually, yeah, I could get into this. Just women just lifting me up, carrying me about the place. Um, you know, doing stuff for you, I guess. <laughs> it's, just, it's a weird... Uh, yeah, it's a strange dynamic. I don't pretend to understand the fundamental psychological, you know, factors involved. It's probably Freudian, some way, shape, or form. Maybe we could. Maybe Peterson would be able to do a decent explanation of it. Lobsters. Who even knows? Um, but good, good work there, Mister IV. You're the first person to obtain some lobster points, and you get ten lobster points. I will be keeping a track online, and the lobster points can be redeemed for nudes, and then I think you can redeem the nudes for cash. I think that's how it works. Pretty much, anyway, probably. Um, all right, look, what else we got in terms of news? Uh, Pablo Escobar's ghost spotted during demolition of drug lord's Colombian mansion. Sounds like a bit of fun. Uh, doctors removed leech from throat of man who coughed up blood for two months. Um, oh, some Elon Musk news. Elon Musk changes his name on Twitter as he prepares to reveal big Tesla news. Hmm. His news is that he's digging another pit. Just, just got a permit for a pit. It's got like a... Permit for a pit, big pit, and just dug a big pit. Digging a pit in his garden. He's just he's digging all the way to China. Um, he, Elon Musk has mysteriously changed his name on Twitter and revealed that Tesla is about to make a major announcement. Uh, he is now called Elon Tusk on the social me- on the social network and has a nice little elephant emoji next to his name. That is lovely stuff. <laughs> that is that is beautiful. Uh, Musk also tweeted some Tesla news, California, 2 p.m. Some Tesla news, California, 2 p.m. Digging a pit. Uh, sadly, we don't have any idea what he's going to reveal. When was this written? Come on, Hamill. Uh, it was yesterday. We should know by now. Sadly, we don't have any idea what he's going to reveal. But you won't have to wait much longer because the announcement will be carried out on his Twitter feed at 10 p.m. UK time this evening. Elon Musk posting Elon Musk memes as well. That I am very, very into. That is, that's big news for me anyway. That's that's really great. Teacher, what are you laughing at? Me, nothing, my brain. Elon Dusk. Uh, there's a very good one. It's got um, Elon, uh, Elon Musk holding an Elon Musket outside an Elon Mosque. Uh, there is, I think it's at dusk as well. And there's um, there's other stuff going on in there. It's a lot. It's it's very Elon heavy. <laughs> uh, the billionaire is a social media fiend and is riding high after a successful appearance on PewDiePie's meme review. <laughs> a successful appearance. Um, so it's unclear whether the new moniker is a joke or a clue about what's coming up. Yeah, all Teslas are gonna have fucking tusks. Jasper Hamill, you 
Christ. Uh, his new initials are ET, which is short for e- extraterrestrial. Uh, sadly, this probably doesn't mean that we're about to hear that Elon's discovered aliens because that announcement's uh, related to the electric car company instead. Tusk is the name of a Fleetwood Mac album. God almighty. Quote, unquote, journalists. Do you like to take something that is clearly just a meme or a bit of fun and try and read endlessly into stuff? Like, Christ, they wrote an entire article about uh, No Nut November as if it was a real thing and then destroyed Dick December. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Oh, one won't stand for it. Uh, right, look, let's do this Manny Dexterous bit again. I'm pretty confident that it's Shoe Thrower of the Week. It really is a hot bit of gear. Uh, I don't know when it's out. Uh, I think you can still go onto her various social media channels and ask her nicely for it. She sent it over, um, which is a nice, nice, nice way to distribute music. Uh, I've, I've been partial to such a thing myself. Anyway, it's called The Alarm, and uh, it's an absolute riot. Throw of the week, undoubtedly. This is called The Alarm by Mandy Dextrous.
Yeah, that is called The Alarm by Mandy Dextrous. It is an absolute fucking riot. I'm all over it. I'm into it. I'm, I'm on board. Count me in. Honestly, give me a ticket. I'll stand in line. I don't mind. Let's, uh, let's, let's do this thing. Um, yeah, that undoubtedly shoe thrower of the week for me. I think people are confirming it in the chat as well. It's a clean call. Uh, there's no... Um, there are, I mean, play some great records this week. Don't get me wrong. And I want to play that um, uh, circuits bit again. Inside Info and Kazra uh, called Euphoria Part 1. That's a great record as well. Again, we need we need we need more we need more nomenclature to describe the different uh, the different emotions, the different feelings, the different all the different flavors and delicious combinations of uh, actions with listening to describe the different range of drum and bass out there. Shoe throwers, obviously. I mean, I think the sort of it goes just slightly beyond. Shoe throwers is cat throwers. Like, I mean, if you're prepared to hurl a cat, whew, that is that's got to be a serious record. And then one step from beyond that is a t- is a table tipper. You know, just the table is gone. Like it, maybe even the table that you're DJing on. That that's how you know business. Last tune, rewound it three or four times. Just um, surely the best tracks do divide. Yeah, it's um, people are just were saying. Yeah, people are big fans of that Euphoria Part One bit by Inside Info and Kazra, aka Circuits. Um, what's that out? I think it's out on there. They've just got a label for it. Nan Thrower. Yep, Joe. That's good. Yeah, definitely. If you're prepared to hurl your nan across the room because of a tune, a real granny puncher. That's, that's absolute, absolute nana slapper. Uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some uh, an absolute nana nutter. If you're prepared to headbutt your grandmother because a tune's so good, then wow, that that needs that ch- sort of tune like that needs to come with a warning. Warning: you may f- you, this tune may drive you towards headbutting an elderly member of your family. Beware. Perhaps you know a toddler thrower. Just to grab a toddler by the arm and just oh. Just throw it into the sea. Or something like like uh, in Big Train where Simon Penn, Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg, picks, he's trying to teach the kid to uh, to ride a bike and then it's a bit where he just throws it over the edge at the end. That's, um yeah, when a tune is so good you will throw your four-year-old child in a hedge. That is, um, yeah, you know what it means. Or oh, there's, the, uh, there's a good video of the guy playing... Uh, is it anti up? It's some hip hop record. It's a dad in the car with his kid, and his kid's like eating some breakfast or something on the way. And the kid, the dad's just kind of actually just wangs the food out of his hand. And uh, yeah, oh, it's parenting done right. Parenting done right. Anyway, I've um, got quite emotional after that Mandy Dexter's record. That really has uh, done the business for me on a Friday morning. Right, well, um, we do have some last bits of news. Uh, where are we? Okay, good news for perverts. The original fake taxi is up for sale. Uh, buyers advised to steam clean it. <laughs> the multitude of sins that have been committed on that back seat. Yikes! Yeah, this is uh, truly terrifying. Truly terrifying. Um, <laughs> you can find some real bargains on eBay, particularly if you're quite happy to buy stuff that isn't brand new. But an item that has recently been listed on the online marketplace that really, <laughs> uh, that really takes the term used to a whole new level. Uh, the original fake taxi has been put up for grabs uh, and the seller hasn't pulled any punches in regards to its condition. 
in case you haven't got a corrupted or perverted soul and you're wondering exactly what this pretend vehicle is, uh, here's a quick explanation. Basically, Fake Taxi is a pornography site that creates adult films wherein people get into fake taxis and end up having sex. Well, the notion is that they're real taxis. I mean, they're... I, look, you are referring to Fake Taxi as if it is some just some sort of common, baser, kind of... Just a pathetic, you know, excuse This is high level cinematography. This is art. Forget toi color bleu. Fake taxi is an absolute sensation. It is a credit to the arts. You will have episodes where a young lady gets into the taxi. Perhaps she's going to some sort of like gala dinner, a char- charity benefit night or something, maybe for cats protection, you know, maybe for a donkey charity, you know, something like that. As it transpires, she seems to have left her purse at home. Disaster. Luckily, though, the disaster has been averted because she has been able to use the age-old currency of not cash, but gash. And she suggests to the taxi driver, who luckily in this situation is willing, uh, that she will return sexual favours rather than actual fiat currency. And, you know, and we get to just take a glimpse into this incredible, absolutely amazing... I mean, it really... Just the way it just dabs at complex issues of culture and, you know, socio-economical struggles between clearly the bourgeoisie of the passenger and the proletariat driver, you know, the, the workers being oppressed by the by the vaginas of the bourgeoisie. It really... Anyway, Labbar would describe it as just pornography, but I think we all know it's a little bit beyond that. Uh, Ordinarily, passengers end up doing the deed in lieu of paying their fare, or something similar. You really just pass off great art. It's a single sentence. And the action is all captured on the fake taxi's camera. Uh, Fake taxi's driver's CD inward-facing dash cam. It's all fake, though, except for the sex and that. Um... There is, I did see a particularly hilarious outtake um, that someone showed me of a young lady on a bonnet pre- presenting herself and a man attempting to take a run-up <laughs> and launch himself into her, but misses spectacularly. Uh, it's worth digging out, that one, if, you're, um, if you've got your browser in incognito mode. Okay, now we're finished pretending that you don't know what fake taxi is. It's back to the eBay ad. Buyers who are actually looking for a useful vehicle are best steering clear of the taxi as it's not roadworthy and has no MOT or insurance. What's the fucking point in that then? Prospective buyers are also advised to make sure they give it a good clean. I mean, Jesus, it doesn't even bear to imagine. Like, you would, I feel like you'd get crabs just by looking at it. The further info on the taxi on eBay reads, sold as seen. We'll need a steam clean to get the ride to get ride of oh, this is um this is a direct quote to get ride of all the bacteria. It's got to get ride of all the bacteria. Uh, we hold no liability for STDs you might you might catch. It's proper filthy. It does a uh, SORN so and so will need to be picked up on the low loader. Uh, no MIT or insurance. Uh, stored in Swansea. The taxi's not roadworthy. Okay, I fucking through repeating this shit. Well, honestly, I've had enough. I will fucking end you, pal, if you ask any more questions about my fake taxi. It is not roadworthy and it needs a clean. Okay? Uh, So only a particular kind of pervert is bidding on this. This is a piece of art history. This is a piece of cinematic history. This needs to go in a museum. (laughs) This needs to go to um, 
What's that car museum? Is it Bewley or something? It should go there. <laughs> I can imagine. It's like a school school trip there. And um, what's this one? Don't look at that one. Come on, ne- next one. No, what's what's up with the taxi? God, it's a bit dirty, isn't it? Get away from it now. Do not touch it. Currently, 23 bids have been made, and the offer is... Uh, oh, wow, the offer to beat is sitting at 810 quid. However, the auction doesn't close for another four days. Well, let's have a look, see what it's up to now. Oh, what error? Oh, no. Oh, it's been taken down. Oh, this is a real tragedy. Oh, no, what am I going to do now? What am I going to buy now instead? I need a motor. <laughs> uh, the boat, it doesn't... Uh, well, if you're going to spend upwards of 800 quid on an unusable... <laughs> but if you're going to spend upwards of 800 quid on an unusable cab car covered in cum, you might want to know the real fact taxi, right? Uh, well, fear not, the taxi comes with a certificate of authenticity. Excellent. As well as an email from the official fake taxi account and £300 to spend in the fake taxi store. Oh, <laughs> lovely stuff. I wonder if you can redeem lobster points in the fake taxi store. 800 smackers, starting to look like an absolute steal. Um, well, I hope that whoever whoever gets that treasures it as the piece of objet d'art that it really is. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, one, something like this really comes around once in a lifetime, doesn't it? So it would it, be a real shame to miss out if you were a collector of um, collector of premium motor cars and uh, premium uh, pornography artefacts. Right, come on, let's play this uh, Euphoria bit again. Oh, it's a good record. Very, very good record. Big up Igor listening on Facebook, smashing out the business fish memes. Oh, not memes, are they stickers?
<laughs> rubbing in the chat about free taxi saying, I really think this exemplifies the virtues of free enterprise and libertarian values. <laughs> Can you imagine if you set fire to the back seats, like all the sort of spirits and that would come flying out of it? It'd be like the end of bloody Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark. Christ. Oh, the ghosts of porn gone by. I go on Facebook, I'm getting some stickers done very soon. Don't you worry. Don't forget, you can get this show as a podcast. You can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Spotify, you can get it on Stitcher. Just search Coffee and Memes, and you'll find it. I'm going to be ordering some stickers today. If you want them, I am going to be sending them out for free in exchange for um, favours of sorts. Uh, I'm going to get some pretty. If you want, look, if you want stickers, make sure you get on the Threshold.fm mailing list. You can go if you go to Threshold.fm, scroll down. There's a big sign that says "Get on the fucking list," and just make sure you're on that list because I'm only going to get so many done. But I'm going to send them out for free uh, for people that help promote the show, basically, because I I could spend money on bloody Facebook ads or you know, all of that shenanigans, but it's probably more fun to spend the same equivalent amount of money sending people free stickers in exchange for them giving it a share. That's like kind of uh, marketing communism in a way. And uh, sooner or later, we'll crush the evil bourgeoisie together and we'll dance on their graves. Or not. Don't know. I've got a lot on, actually, to be honest. Right, guys. Uh, I know that we've got, we've got a little bit of time. We've got a little bit of time for a few other stories. What have we got? Okay, fake taxi, I'm afraid we've done. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, great. Good side hustle here if anyone's looking to make an extra few quid. A uh, woman makes three grand a month from selling her selfies online. Um, maybe I could fund the app doing that. Uh, Tom Word of the Lad Bible reports, 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 reports. A 23-year-old from Staffordshire has given up her job as a care worker to make nearly £3,000 per month from selling pictures of herself online. Well, I'm sure the care industry um, is happy about that. Lottie Miles from Cannock. Um, I was about to say something really horrible there, man. Uh, Lottie Miles from Cannock uh, was out of work. Oh, I thought she was a care worker. Oh, and looking for something new uh, when a friend told her about OnlyFans. OnlyFans is a website where people can subscribe to models and pay to see pictures of them. I wonder if this is a paid-for article. Like, is this a 
It should. They're supposed to say. All oh, right, there we go. Um, they are supposed to say, aren't they? If it uh, if it's a paid for thing, Tom Wood. You know, you know, it'd be writing articles for cash on the side, wouldn't you? That'd be classic Wood. Mm, yeah, I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what your two hundred and twenty-five Twitter followers would think about that, Tom Wood. No, I'm only joking. Hey, I tell you what, I did yesterday. I deleted my Twitter account. Well, I've deactivated it. You get thirty. Da- you, that's as far as you can go. You get thirty days of deactivation, and then it goes for good. And I've been monitoring my uh, Twitter use after I don't post that much, but and I've been monitoring my Twitter use for about the last month, and I found that all I get out of Twitter is I get annoyed, I uh, waste some time, and there really wasn't anything else to it. I had like twenty thousand followers. Would send out a tweet, it would get like a reach of like two hundred people or something, and there's just no one was no one was saying. I was like, what is the point in this? Why have I got this? And I apparently it turns out that I'm not mentally strong enough to just not check it uh so i've deleted it and we'll see how that affects uh my career over the month and my ability to i don't know people to find me on the internet or ability to promote my uh creative work and if at the end of 30 days it's been absolutely no difference uh, no negative impacts on my life at all which i suspect it might be it will be gone forever there'd be some pr companies rolling their eyes at me are you gonna just let twenty thousand? it's like who knows how many of those are even active Twitter accounts? I just have no idea. Anyway, look, get back to this. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Basically, fa- uh, so this is OnlyFans is a website where people can subscribe to models and pay to see pictures of them. Right, I'm getting on this. Basically, I'm going to get Wesley Snips an account. Uh, you want to see his underside? Woo, maybe you got to pay. Basically, fans pay between. Uh, £3.75 and £37.50 to see pictures of particular models and 80% of the fee is then passed back to the creator of the shots. Uh, on top of that, fans get to get in touch with the creators and can respect, uh, okay, request bespoke images or send them messages. Lottie has around 150 fans and has already managed to earn 5,500 quid from just selling pictures she takes in her bedroom online. Not bad going, given she only started in 2019. Lottie said, since I made my account and started posting in January this year, I've made about $7,500. When you sell your pictures, a statement gets sent to you and the breakdown in the subscription with tips and messages from fans. First time it came through, I was so shocked. Uh, I never intended uh, to be doing this long term. It was only temporary until I got a new job. I needed some money to tide me over. Now, though, I upload every day and it's pretty much a full-time job. Uh, well, sort of. And there you go. She's selling nudes. It's not just selfies, is it? Like that. There she is. It's a picture, picture of her in a bra. Um, fine. Yeah, that's that's free market capitalism at its best, isn't it? Like, I'm going to take some nudes, put them up online, uh, pay pay me for them. All right, yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay. You see them nudes, brilliant. Okay, I mean, it's it's. There are no more simpler transactions than that, really, are there? Uh, would you like to see this picture of me without any clothes on? Yes, I would. Would you be prepared to pay me a fiver for it? Yes. Okay, here's five pounds. Here's the picture. It's not bad, is it? I mean, I guess you got to start. You, if you really want to make the big bucks, you got to start doing the weirder stuff. You know, you, Lord only knows. But you know, it's up to you, really. Depends how how far you want to take things. But I don't, th- I don't know whether or not I would do that well out of just like, just normal, like the classic looking up MySpace style selfie. I think I might have to show a bit of ankle. 
You know what I mean? Like a bit of, I mean, within a week, I'm just posting pictures of my gaping anus. Like it's, it's, it will get out of control very fast. Come on, we need to fund the new app, please, please pay me pictures for, please pay me for pictures of my bum hole. I'm sorry, it's not bleached. <laughs> oh, I could, I can't tell you how quickly it would go downhill. Oh Jesus! Now, people don't need to see this shit. Oh God! Hey, look, it's nearly, it's the end of the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in, people on Facebook. I'm going to try and do the sim the simulcast on Facebook every day. The show is at 10 a.m. every morning on Threshold.fm. You can download the Threshold iPhone app and Android app uh, from either of those app stores. Uh, just search for Threshold FM and you'll find that shit and you can listen to the best drama based in the world 24 hours a day. And uh, just generally then go on to live a life of uh, religious freedom. Uh, so leaves me time just to shout out the VIP list. This is a fine bunch of people who are supporting the show financially, who are supporting on Patreon. If you wanna, if you wanna help with the show, and if you wanna help fund the new app, all Patreon money currently is going towards the new app, which is going to be freaking amazing. Uh, it's going to have notifications. It's going to have an archive, so all the old shows will be in there, and you'll be able to discover things that you know that you weren't able to catch live. All other really great stuff. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, you're going to be able to watch the video live stream from there. And it was just generally going to make your life infinitely better, I would say. I think it would make your life around 13% better, which is actually, it might not sound like much, but actually that can make a real difference to some people. Uh, so the VIP list is everyone who is supporting for $10 a month or more. And if your name is on this list, your name will be in the app with a special thanks to you. So if you would like that, then go to our Patreon page. You can find it at support the station on the threshold.fm website. You'll find a link in the YouTube description. Or if you go to Patreon and search for Threshold FM, you can find it there. Or if you're listening on the podcast, it'll be in the description of this podcast. That list is Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonklaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons. Look, get it up on the screen. Uh, uh, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Krasitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Ansar, Richard France, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood. Dan fucking Liam hasn't been that much of a menace recently. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, he's sort of he's chilled out a lot. I think he's I think he's just grown up a little bit, you know, which is really nice to see a young man just blossoming. Absolutely blossoming like a like a cherry tree. Oh, it, it breaks my heart to see how far he's come over these last few months since he was banned that time and he paid his way back in through the super chat. What a decent boy. Uh, where uh, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphreys, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dar uh, someone claiming that dark progressive psytrance is actually superior to drum and bass, and Nicholas Lawsey. Uh, and also, I'm adding the build uh, to this uh, to this list because he contributes. He's contributed at least ten dollars to the super chat over the last month. So. The build as well. You are a VI motherfucking P. Maybe it should be the VIL list, really. Very important lobsters. Make more sense, wouldn't it? Anyway, look, guys, I love you all dearly. 
Uh, those listening on Facebook, yeah, we're here every morning at 10am with ridiculous news, with ridiculous tunes, with lobsters, with coffee, with memes, and with the tears of male feminists. Um, my name is Will, and I've been your Batman. Uh, right, I will be back. Oh, shit, it's Friday. Fuck. I don't like going two days without doing the show. Anyway, I'll be back on Monday at 10am with more coffee, more memes. And hopefully, look, guys, seriously, yeah, I want to see these videos of your girlfriends picking you up and I want to know whether or not it does anything for you. So either send them on Discord or send them on Facebook or send me an email, will at threshold.fm. I want to see them and I'll, I'll just I'll, well, I want reports. Come on, guys. Let's, let's, get, let's get this shit together. Okay, I love you all. I will see you uh, next week. God bless.